Shady Pines Radio. Another fine episode of Everything and Nothing on the Shady Pines Radio Network. I'm your host, Chris, and this is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And we're bringing to you another fine hour of whatever wonky shit comes into our heads today. Chris and Charlie bringing you a funny show and now we're longer laughs with the best bros. Everything and nothing. This week, we have Marla Massey on the show. Uh, she's a great comedian from Cleveland, Ohio, in town for the Northwest Black Comedy Festival. Uh, she's doing her own festival out in August. You'll hear more about that later. Uh, in this, we're going to learn a lot about the, the weird shit we're all watching lately. Uh, Charlie has a new crush. We're going we're gonna to look into that. And uh, I don't know, guys. Let's just get fucking weird. Keep listening after this. All right, and how was your meal? Excellent. Great. That'll be ten twenty. Okay. Darn it. What's wrong? Oh, this stinking POS always freezes up. You should try business payment services. I already have a theater degree. No, no, no. Business payment services is the new way that small businesses are taking credit cards. What? Imagine a point-of-sale system that prides itself on benefiting the merchant and the customer. How? BPS uses software and equipment that are all tied together. That way, the merchant has 24-7 access to detailed reports, employee profiles, and most of all, fast and dependable sales every time. Oh, but customers always hate those surcharges. That's what's so cool. There's no transaction fee, so you're able to keep your prices low. Everybody wins. That's actually pretty cool. More and more businesses are choosing business payment services every day. I can see why. And their customer service? Fantastic. I definitely need to check out business payment services. Awesome. Well, have a good day. You too. Thanks a lot. Hey. Hey, wait. Hey, you haven't paid yet. Bring it back here. Visit BPSHQ.com or call 877-623-2021 and get your business set up for tomorrow today. Okay, there it is. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And today's special guest is Marla Massey, coming to us from Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, everybody. How y'all doing? Welcome. welcome. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Although You're you welcome. are in town currently uh, in Portland yes. for the Northwest Black Comedy Festival. Yep, uh, the festival runs this entire weekend from Friday the 19th through uh, Sunday the 21st. We have a couple of showcases happening tonight and then some more happening tomorrow. And I was on a showcase yesterday and I'm going to be on a showcase tomorrow. Nice. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so I always ask people who get into comedy, like, because there's always a story, like something happened. <laughs> Usually something pretty terrible <laughs> that made you decide to get up in front of strangers and yell obscenities at them through a microphone. So what's well, your <laughs> what's your I got into comedy story? So honestly, I just I used to just write a lot. Like I would write in my journals or I would just like write and show people my style of writing and people like in middle school mostly they're like, Oh, you're a really great writer. You're nerdy as fuck, but you're a great writer. So I'm like, <laughs> Alright, well, I want to do something with that. And then um, there's two major clubs in Cleveland. There's um, Hilarities and then there is the Improv. And I went to go see a show at Hilarities for the first time. And that's how I got to meet local comics. And they're like, well, these are the Facebook pages that um, you can join these groups. 
And after I started joining these groups, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. This is what stand-up is like. I can tell jokes in front of people. Um, the very first time I did stand-up, I bombed horribly. So bad. It was, oh, it was awful. I can't, like, I, I, I would give everybody their 15 minutes back for the time. <laughs> they give you 15 for your first time? Yeah, not very well thought out because I thought I was funny. I that's thought their I was fault, funny. not like, yours. <laughs> no, because I'm like that's on them. <laughs> I'm like 15 minutes. That's like that's doable. I, I got this. <laughs> I had no idea, no idea what I was doing. I'm like I'm just gonna say funny stuff, and I'm just like listening, waiting for people to laugh, and they're just like, I'm like okay, well. So then I just I would just go to open mics a lot and learn how to structure a joke. I started reading books and stuff like that and just trying to be very attentive. It's not easy. I don't know why people keep saying, oh, doing stand-up is easy. It is not easy. It's not, not easy. if you're doing it right. Right. Like, <laughs> like it, it takes a lot out on you. Like, you're traveling all the time. You got to try to make sure that your jokes are solid. Try to make sure, like, one of my biggest things now is that I'm not stealing somebody else's joke. Because I had a joke one time and never said it out loud. I just typed it into my phone. And then two months later, Marlon Wayans released a special Wokish. And one of the punchline jokes in there was in my phone. And I'm just like, well, I can't use that now. Right, that's <laughs> so gone. It's, it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. It's not just like you can't just waltz into somewhere and say funny stuff. Like it, it's, yeah, you say funny stuff, but you also got to say stuff funny. You know? Yeah. That's just not easy. And then that's why they told me don't quit my day job. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys do like I know some people do this. Do you guys do like exercises at all, just to like I because I see people. Okay, so okay, if I'm interested in comedy or if I'm interested in anything, I'm I'm the research guy. I gotta go through all the Google searches. So I was like looking up comedy and writing and stuff like that. And one of the exercises I've seen is like the five jokes a day. You just try and get five jokes out. Yeah, you guys. Whether are, they're good or they're bad, you're at least yeah. trying. Yeah, I, I don't. Just, People just post them on Reddit and you can just go, like scroll through them and see what they thought. <laughs> like maybe it's not good. Do but you, they... I don't I don't post my shit on Reddit no more. <laughs> nope. No more. Not Absolutely anymore. not. No. No, I used to and I never it wasn't the problem that I was like a lot of it had a lot to do with guys telling me that I stole my joke. Like, no, you couldn't have come up with that. It's like, yeah, I did as a matter of fact. One of the things I was telling people is how, like, in the beginning when I was doing stand-up comedy, I told my family about it, and my mom thought it was amusing because, you know, I've been a joke since day one, and I said that, and I posted it on, on Reddit, and someone was like, oh, you stole that. I was like, it was literally a Thanksgiving conversation I had with my family. How could I steal that? Right. Like, <laughs> no. Um, no, but my family's more supportive of me doing stand-up. Like, they'll come to my Like, somebody said some dumb shit. They... They threatened me on Reddit and they said they would come to my house. And my mom's like, oh, no, we're not having that. Who do we have to fight? I'm like, mom, we're not fighting anybody on Reddit. This is Reddit. Like, you're fine. Yeah. But no, I don't post my stuff there no more. For no, that I reason. People see. are crazy. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good reason. My dad also would not have taken that like as a as a figure he's like no nope, all right that's fine i've got two guns and a sword what are we doing who's coming to my house you're coming onto my property right good talk <laughs> better go check all the tiger traps outside <laughs> get like the oh, sharpened stakes like sharpened bamboo poles <laughs> look we're broke but we have a lot of wooded areas around our house okay Dude. Sheesh, yeah, you could use any of the broken tree limbs that I saw coming up here. Like you just oh. use those as stakes and yeah, yeah y'all got y'all got some topiary problems out here. Who is in charge of the, the trees? I mean well, not the Lorax, because he speaks for the trees. I'm talking about the trees that are broken in people's yards uh, and strewn about. I, I believe we can talk to the storm last week. That was a lot of it. Up by where I work, like five trees went down. The power went out twice. Two transformers blew. The whole restaurant flooded with water. Oh uh, no! The you know the power. Yeah, was out, it got so. bad for like a week. Yeah, like o over here in Beaverton, 
it was fine. Like it was icy. I didn't drive anywhere. And then I went to work on the east side of town. And they were just like still iced in. There's power wow. outage. I was like, sorry. <laughs> I mean, we're not <laughs> Texas bad, but it's pretty oh, bad. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, that's you know what I learned about Texas? That the state of Texas is on its own energy grids. Like there's three energy grids. Yeah, it's it goes the eastern part of the United States. Western part of the United States and Texas. That's yeah. it. Like, I can't believe that whole state has their own electrical grids. And my friend lives in Houston. He said that uh, they're rolling the blackout. So, like, yeah. some people will have electricity, then they roll it over to the next town. And I'm just like, that is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel so bad. But, like, so San Antonio is on its own kind of separate thing. So, they winterized all their stuff when they were advised to. So, they've been fine. But the rest of the state did not do that because there's no regulations anymore. So they don't have to do anything. So they didn't do anything. Mm, 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 mm. Like like nuclear power plants that didn't winterize the water that is used to cool the nuclear <laughs> the nuclear reactor. That's, that's not oh. smart. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not supposed to let your nuclear reactor break. I think that's a basic rule of SimCity. I yeah. think... <laughs> They don't play SimCity, Chris. I love SimCity. <laughs> Fuck you, Sim Charlie. I'm, no, I'm saying they don't play SimCity. Oh, okay. You'd think, like, they should. If you're going to build cities, you know. <laughs> Do I only know life. about Sims because of my son. Like, I don't really know anything about the game. I just know that it involves some sort of weird-ass computerized game. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so there's a difference. The Sims is you controlling people and letting them live their lives. Uh, Sim City is you create a city and do all the architecture and the plumbing and the electrical and like design where the agricultural uh, live and all that and you try to make a happy successful city and expand and, and make it big and glorious or don't that sounds like a lot of work That's nah I'm irresponsible like I don't know how I got my son to adulthood but like having a video game? No. Everybody would die. Everybody would starve. I, I used to love Zoo Tycoon, uh, but I you know what I would do is just build the whole thing and then release the lions. <laughs> Every, I mean, come on. What else are you going to do? Like, it's so fun. You get all the people into their own Make camp. a happy fucking zoo, Charlie. <laughs> no. Aren't, name, name one zoo that's happy. Uh, is well, anybody in that zoo happy? Do those lions look happy? Do those hippopotamus look happy? Look, nah. according to their stats meters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, wild, uh, wildlife Safari in Roseburg, Oregon, or Winston, I think technically. It's like this. It's like Jurassic Park, but it's like this huge open zoo. Oh wait, we switched from video um, games to real life real quick, and I'm well, like, wait, no. She said, "Name this a zoo that's happy," funny. and I was like, "The one with the giant space for." the animals to roam free <laughs> so basically outside nature yeah outside with the, the then you can drive through it which is so cool so it's like a safari yeah wildlife safari that's the name of oh it. that's the name of the place that makes okay yeah my no, ex-girlfriend works, works there shout out to wildlife safari my <laughs> no i don't know zoos zoos weird me out like in the 10th grade we went on a trip to the cleveland metro park zoo um and i'm terrified of birds like i don't like birds i i don't i feel that and i and we went to the lorikeet exhibit and lorikeets are like really oh, they're small so they're cute they're pretty and 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 they're like marla come in here i'm like no oh and mind you i'm in catholic school so i'm trying not to swear i said no i don't want to go in there with those birds and then my one friend's like, I'll go in there if you go in there. I'm like, all right, cool. And so I waltzed in and they start putting birds on me. And I'm just like, eh, eh. I'm trying to find my friend. She never fucking came in. I'm just like this with the birds. I'm like 16 years a old. Bad friend. Sweating, like, eh. Yeah, she was a bad friend. Very bad friend. No, ugh, ugh. I swear, I would. Ugh, ugh, birds. I'm sorry. It's okay. Birds I'm sorry. Birds. Take a minute. They got those. Why do birds look like that? Why do their eyes look like that? Like they're soulless. Like people have half the time people think they're robots. So like <laughs> they got those beady ass eyes. Yep. Like all birds were invented by Richard Nixon. <laughs> they're they're spy <laughs> drones. <laughs> yeah, you want to know what a real some geese? 
geese, are, geese are horrifying for sure. You ever look a Canadian goose in the eye? No, because they'll attack you. Don't do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I know that by experience, but also oh um, I just, no, I don't, I will. Ugh. They look weird. Why do they have those obscenely long necks for it? Like, I just want to take them, turn it into a goose noose and hang one. Just, ew, just, okay. I feel like I we're mean, getting off on the wrong foot. I'm so uh, sorry. I mean, <laughs> I assume that they do the same thing giraffes do, where they like with it, right? Where they like whip it around and beat each other. Is that not? Geese, geese have weird teeth too, like the and like uh, like saws bark. in their in their yeah. beaks. Yeah. Mm, yep. Uh, they're monsters. They're they're monsters. Like yeah. Ugh. Geese are low level monsters. I will agree with that. Oh my god. That just reminded me of a horror story that I suppressed for all this time. What? Congratulations. Okay, so my, my, we love this kind <laughs> of content on the show. My, my, my family and I, we went to go see the Avengers movie. Which one was before? I think Infinity War. Infinity okay. War and then Endgame. Anyway, we went to yeah. go see eight of us rolling strong. Me, my son, my two sisters, uh, my brother, and a couple other people. And we get out of my car and there's a goose just standing there just well, like what oh, what do you shit. want dude like like this just and 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 then the, he went up on one leg and just kind of stared at me i was like all right cool well if you're back out in this parking lot after this movie's over then i'm gonna fight you <laughs> and my son's like ma you look fucking strange everybody's looking at you like you're stupid i'm like listen the movie's three and a half hours this bird's not gonna be out here we come out of the theater three and a half hours later <laughs> that bird is still fucking there in front of my car and it's like I heard like, you talking shit. Just, he he started waving his wings, and I took off. I left my entire family behind me. I left my child. <laughs> I left. I was gone. I'm, I don't even blame like, you. My my kid's an adult, but still, I was just like, no, Usain Bolt out of that bitch. No, birds, just gross. <laughs> You're, I mean, it's a, it's a common thing. A lot of people. My, I had a friend in high school. He's he was like, I hate birds. Not like ne I never want to see a bird. Just like you ever been face to face with a turkey before? No. Oh, I didn't know that they can't fly. I just but they run really fast and it's scary. They're, yeah, it's they like come at you like an movie. angry fucking velociraptor. It's terrifying. <laughs> they got like a blue face and a big red like dangly thing on their neck, and I'm like, yes. I need you to. Just be calm and be across the street, please. And then it said no. Oh, no. Just, I mean, at least, well, no, you can't say a turkey won't hurt you because don't they got them little talons and shit? Yeah. I don't know. That's. Mm, fuck just, you up, too. Birds. Oh. Mm. Like, That's as long right, as Liz. we could keep, like, just stay up there and, and I'll be down here and we'll be fine. Like, I'm just ew. glad that we have a, a fuck birds episode of everything <laughs> and nothing. Finally, it is it is, it is long <laughs> overdue. Okay. Yeah. Yo, what's up with your crows? What? That's the scariest shit I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen the birds. Well, see, like, here's I love crows. Oh, no, there's you know what a group of crows is called a murder. <laughs> that is unsettling. Well, that was okay. A that, murder that was... <laughs> of the action that y'all want to do? No. They didn't no. choose that. Here's a, as far as we not. know. <laughs> but also, I grew up with ravens because uh, I grew up in Alaska, which are like crows, <laughs> but bigger and with the ability to talk better. And so I went to the Before You Die Fest with Nathan Hart, who's a Portland comedian. And I watched that oh, guy okay. come face to face with a raven. And he grew he's been here in Portland, so he knows about crows. But like he saw a raven and I all he he like dropped to the ground and just put his hands over his head. I was like, oh buddy. Okay, okay. Come on, fuck oh. off. <laughs> oh. oh I was like, okay. So yeah, the crows here don't feel so bad to me because I'm used to ravens being mad at me because I don't want them to eat my <laughs> trash. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm used to ravens being mad at me too, but that's because the Browns will beat them every now and then. Whoa. Give that points. <laughs> that is points for sure. <laughs> that was so. Oh, I'm corny. I'm that oh, yeah. corny. <laughs> that's great though. I hope, I hope we put that into one of our commercials soon. 
So what's been up with you guys? Like, I, I feel like guys have been talking to me a lot. Tell me what's going on with y'all. Uh, honestly, this is a good time for the mental health check-in, ladies and gentlemen. The Perfect only segue. segment this show fucking has. <laughs> we did it. And it's usually most of the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week actually comes to the uh, the stunning conclusion of me finally fucking moving. Because uh, we... Nice. Yes, thank you. We... Uh, so the I live in a precarious situation where... I needed to not live with the people I was living with and I work at a corporate office and somebody else heard me say that. And she was like, well, just come live in a house, in a, in a room in my house. Cause my roommate just left. And I was like, cool, that works, but I'm not on a lease or anything. Well, the landlord is her great uncle or something like that. And so that's why she gets to live here. Well, she decided she's moving out at the end of February, which apparently means I didn't get to live here anymore starting the end of February. And oh, then- wow. I had to try and figure out where I was moving and two places have rejected me already. And that was being a whole uh, stressful thing, but I have now been approved. We've got all the money down. We are set to move in on Tuesday and I'm excited to be fucking done with this. Awesome. Awesome. Charlie, how are you doing? buddy? Um, well, okay. So we just reopened for indoor dining again. Um, Charlie works at uh, McMinimins, which yeah. is uh, it's like a local a restaurant uh, chain. Yeah, I would hesitate to say gastro pub, but it's a, it's a chain of pubs. Oh, okay. Uh, that are and it's you know they anyway whatever you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole thing, but um, so we're we're back open for indoor dining. So it's like okay, if there's people here again, which like if everybody was vaccinated great but obviously it's just like they're trying to get restaurants to be alive mm-hmm. <laughs> you know save the economy whatever um and, and they did that right before uh valentine's day so people could be open for valentine's day but then of course the freeze storm hit oh uh, yeah uh and so nobody came in <laughs> and we were closed for a lot of that weekend uh <laughs> wow and then um uh, just this past week uh, while we're kind of been recovering from that, um, and I'm like working a lot more than I have been, so I'm like adjusting to that too. And one of my coworkers is like, "Well, I'm sick, and I think I have COVID, so I'm not going to come in." Where this is like, "Oh crap!" Like, and this is the second time he's thought he's had COVID, uh, and he got tested, and then he's like, "Well, I don't have COVID, so I can just come in." So basically, he got two days off, and we had to cover it, and now he's he's fine. So he can, he's coming back. So that's good. I, I feel mean, like you don't get to say, I think I have COVID. Yeah. I think, I'm, I think I'm worried that this say, is a, I have a test that says I have COVID. Yeah. I worry. I'm worrying. This is going to be like a problem, problematic trend of lazy kitchen employees being like, well, uh, it's, it might be COVID. So it's like, they do that. They do that at my job too. Like they'll come, they'll try to come into the office and be like, yeah, I, I don't feel well. I feel dizzy and I have a temperature. Go home. Yeah. Go home. I don't, I don't. We don't even take anybody's temperature anymore, anyway. So please don't come into my office hacking and coughing. Like, no, just go home and you know get tested. And but some people will just be like, oh, I think I have COVID. And then they'll get two paid weeks. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, how how long are you gonna keep that up? And if you keep crying wolf, then you actually get COVID. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, there were three times where I thought I had COVID, but um, let's see. The first time was because I felt like my body felt like shit after a car accident. Second time, uh, it was actually food poisoning. And the third time is because my brother had a positive test and he was staying with me for a couple weeks. And then he got tested again and it was negative. So it was like a false positive. Interesting. So yeah, I've been tested like three times. Right, but each time you went and were like, Bam, I got tested. And then you told people, like, oh man, I thought I had it, but I don't. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, I understand, like, not feeling well. And I, and I mean, please don't get me sick. That's, I guess, is, right. is the takeaway. Like, yeah, don't come in here if you're not feeling well. That's fine. Yeah, um, no, I really thought I had it, um, like, last month. It just turns out I ate some uh, bad salad from Applebee's. 
Like, I, <laughs> oh, I died. I almost died. I almost oh. died. That was like the worst. December 26, 2020 is the worst day. That's it. I, I, I haven't posted it on my Facebook page. But was like, like your boss battle for like 2020 or something? Or? Huh? Was it? Oh, was it- no. So I started feeling my stomach like start acting up. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I think I'm sick. And I had to take the bus to work because I had crashed my car on Christmas Eve. So I'm taking the bus to work and my stomach is just like, oh, hey, guess what? I'm about to bottom out right the fuck here on the back of the bus. And I said, no. And I get off the bus and I'm power walking and I can see the entrance of my job. I said, this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. Power walking through the fucking parking lot. And I just absolutely let go of everything. And I just stood there. It was definitely silence. And I'm just out in the parking lot by myself. And I'm like, okay, well, shit, guess I'm going home. <laughs> and I thought I had COVID. I went to the hospital. And they're like, nah, you just ate some bad salad. Stop eating that Applebee's. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten Applebee's since. Perfect advice. from. <laughs> That's what I'm glad. Like, I'm glad we, we know our medical professionals can be tested to know. Yes. <laughs> don't eat an Applebee's. Don't. Right now. So. <laughs> well, I mean, is it as long as it's not the lettuce? I guess everything else is okay. Oh yeah, no, I went steak, broccoli and cheese and potatoes. Like. Mm. That's how I do it. I get I get like an eight ounce steak and I get the broccoli and I get the mashed potatoes and then sometimes I'll get the dessert little cake yeah. with ice cream. Mm-hmm. Sweet balanced because- meal. But that, I, I, I eat like such a, a little chubby kid. So I'm just like, let me balance it out with a salad so I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> See, I thought about doing it. And then uh, they lost my order the first time. And then when they reordered it, the salad didn't come with it. So. Oh. <laughs> and maybe you looked at it. And maybe that yeah, delivery yes. driver saved your life. Who knows? You were spared. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel kind of bad for the dude who must have eaten my fucking food now, though. <laughs> Tim, I, I guess. No, I don't feel bad. Tim, I hope you fucking bottom out in your goddamn car, you piece of shit. <laughs> Tim, who works for DoorDash and stole my goddamn food. I'm bitter about it. I'm sorry. I, I was hungry tell. as fuck. <laughs> It was steak, Charlie. I had a steak dinner on the way, and it was right there. According to this little GPS tracker, it was in front of my goddamn house, and then no human being showed up to give me that steak. And I had to figure that out all over again. I don't know. Oh, man. (laughs) I don't get excited about many things. So when I do get excited, it really bums me out. Yeah, I've, I hate when I, I've only had that happen once, but like my food just never showed up. It's happened like five times at this fucking address. I'm just like, I, just, <laughs> I, I get it. Like it sucks that that's your job. Like, I'm sorry that you drive around with food all day, but please don't eat my food. Like, all right. I don't want you eating my food. I don't want you touching it, breathing on it. Just deliver it. Like, I'll smell your breath. I will smell the gravy on your breath. Don't eat my food. (laughs) That feels like a terrible way to not get COVID. (laughs) I will smell your breath right now. Breathe on my motherfucking face. (laughs) I gotta know, like, yo, you you smell like, you know, garlic mashed potatoes with the the beef broccoli and the gravy. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. <laughs> Point. Uh, that was good. I know, that's um, why. I, that's why I go. I, I don't like delivery. I, I most times I just go pick the food up myself. I because I'm I'm weirdly paranoid about that because I have seen countless times. You ever just go to the bathroom and you're in the middle of washing your hands? You see somebody just leave the stall and leave the bathroom. Yeah. And they're a food service. Like, I gotta watch Ooh, you. I've never seen it be one of the people in food service. Yeah. Well, mostly it'll be like you see they're in their regular clothes, but you know that they do food service. So you're just like, oh, I've seen that happen before. I I used to work at McDonald's. Like, oh god, okay, yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm oh. ruining you guys' appetite. I'm so sorry. 
No, so, last I'm night I went to hungry as fuck now. I want to. I want the McRib right now. Last night I went to McDonald's and um, it was like after ten o'clock. So I was the only one in the drive-through. I go through and um, they give me my drink and they're like, "Do you want to wait up at the front and we'll bring you your fries?" Because we had to wait on the fries. And I'm like, "There's nobody behind me. It's gonna be like a minute." But okay, sure, whatever. These guys. They know what they're doing, I guess. And I parked, and um, there's there's like one other car in the parking lot. This guy comes eventually comes out with my food, and he's got the bag, and he's he's standing right in front of me, and he's looking around, and he sees like his coworker taking a smoke break on the corner. He like walks over to her with my food, <laughs> and he starts like talking to her, and I'm just like, is this guy like trying to like chat her up like right now or like? Hey, can I get my food? And he right, comes like, over and he's like, shop, but give me that fucking food. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to be. And he's like, he's clearly like 17. He's got like this like shuffly walk. He like shuffles up to me and he's like, here you go, sir. Uh, careful, the fries are really hot, sir. <laughs> like, all right, dude, thanks. Like, <laughs> by now they're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like, and I'm not like reaching in directly right now to like shove them in my face right next to you. I, I think we'll be fine, but. I appreciate the warning. I mean, <laughs> legally, they have to say that, though. You can't be mad at him for that. I'm a little mad at him, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> and and then, as I was driving away, he, I saw him walk back over to his his coworker on the smoke break. <laughs> aww, aww. Now we now I'm invested in their story. Yeah, I want to know. I'll, I'll have to go back and see together. what I can find out. <laughs> Nice. Well, hey, what happened with her? <laughs> I no context. I think she's a manager. I think she's a manager too, because I, I recognize her. I've seen her around before. Wow. And the reason, okay, and here's the here's the I'm like I get that deeper though. Level. Strong, powerful woman. Why not? Here's the deeper level. I think she might have been one of my coworkers at one time at McMinimans, and we fired her for being awful. Uh, and now she's a manager at McDonald's. So. Well, maybe she right, turned then. her life around. Could be. Who knows? <laughs> I've seen anime story arcs. These <laughs> things happen. It's true. Chris, have you seen... This is not an anime, but you have me thinking about it, and I think you would love it if you haven't already seen it. Uh, my roommate is a... Or no, sorry. My classmate is a barbarian. No. This is a Hong Kong... Like act like martial arts movie, but it's also a teen high school rom com. This is from the year two thousand, and it's made in Hong Kong, and it's clearly, clearly just like some propaganda to make Hong Kong look really cool. Because this is right about the time that they were separating from British control. You're like the boy; it fucking worked. (laughs) And and they like, (laughs) and they're they're clearly trying to show off. Because they're like, check out all our cool, like, cheap, um, awesome electronics. That, like, everybody has, a, a like, a um, a camcorder, like, a, a JVC Handycam. Uh, they have video calling, like... Which, in back year, in the 2000s. Back in the year 2000, it was, like, super cool. And um, he, he's got, like, this little scooter bike thing he drives around. and But it's, it's really sweet. And then it also has got some great action sequences. Um, and it reminds me a lot of, of like, a, an anime. And I but think done just... it with, like, real human being characters. Yeah, because yeah. the, plot, the plot is this guy is a smart kid at a good school, but he gets expelled for a misunderstanding. So he gets transferred to the worst school in the, the city. Um, and at that school, students have altercations. If they have altercations, they're settled on the top floor in a fighting ring, of course. And the fighting ring is just 55 school desks put together in a square. And then there's like these fans rotating very quickly above you. So, and there's like a bunch of blood on them. So we assume that people have been killed with it or whatever. <laughs> and, and like nobody, <laughs> and, but just nobody cares because they, they can't do anything because the kids are backed by the gangs or some shit. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I want to know how they make this make sense. Oh, it's it's fantastic. I don't, and and like uh 
but but then he like meets some friends and he starts like a study group and he gets them all to pass their classes or whatever because the teachers don't care (laughs) is this a movie or a tv show it's a movie it's like two hours long wow okay that's a lot to pack into a movie that's all i'm saying yeah no it's for sure i'm just like all well, the stuff. And then, Michael Bay, so yeah. <laughs> and and like this one guy is like used to be a martial artist, but then he gave it up. And so he trains the hero to take on the big bad guy. And then the, the hero teaches him how to play video games because he's a nerd. <laughs> so, Jesus, what in the fast and furious is that? It's just awful. so no, it's it's so cheesy, but it works. It's great. Charlie also <laughs> likes Cobra Kai, though. So. Yeah, I love horrible things. I love watching bad <laughs> movies. It's so good, especially if it's a Hong Kong like action flick. Yes. Just throw some karate in there. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw some karate on it. It's fine. I, 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 because I, as much as I love great movies, I don't know. There's something beautiful about watching this weird piece of art that somebody just lovingly like touched like all the little details they just loved it and sent it out and it's just the worst <laughs> uh, another classic i just recently watched uh with broken arrow with john travolta and uh it's just insane like the it's john woo who's the director and if if it's a john woo movie the camera never stops moving it's got to pan around all the time if the camera stops moving, John Woo has died. Like someone, <laughs> has... and and so it's just like whatever is happening, just like whoosh, whoosh, and like and just like cheesy one-liners. Uh, <laughs> the like the John Travolta's the bad guy, and like someone's like, "You've lost your mind." He's like, "Yeah, ain't it cool?" <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. It's so bad. Oh. But again, great action sequences. Love it. Usually in those cases, it's either your movie will have one or the other. Either it'll be a movie with a really good plot and shitty actors or good actor, shitty plot. Yeah. Counterpoint, Kung Fu Hustle. Ooh, oh, yeah, Kung that movie's a classic, though. <laughs> Fucking love that movie. I watch that. Yeah, you do. It's on it's Netflix so right now. It's on Netflix right now. Oh, I, I found it last Netflix night. Again. And Chris, uh, my classmate is Barbarian, is also on Netflix. And beca- this is because it came up because I've been watching every martial arts movie on Netflix. Okay, watched, okay. I'll I give watched, it a shot. I watched the 36 Chambers of Shaolin. You have to watch. Yeah. And then Return to the 36 Chambers and then Disciples of the 36 Chambers. I have not seen the And then Martial movies. Arts of Shaolin with Jet Li. Very young Jet Li. Really good movie. Oh. Uh, okay. Sword Masters of Shaolin. I've, I've been watching a bunch. Is it weird that I only like Jet Li movies that also have Jackie Chan? <laughs> I only like Jet Li movies that also have Jason Statham, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch anything with Jason Statham. It will be horrible, and I do not care. Hobbs oh, yeah. and Shaw, gotta see it. Uh, okay. Oh, wait, no, Hobbs and Shaw. Is that the one that I like? No, I don't like that one. I, That's terrible. I, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'm sure I'm not going to like it, but it's got Jason Statham in it. But you're so. going to love it. I mean, I, um, The Rock's in it, too. But, the know, Rock is in it, too. That's, sometimes that's just a it's not enough. It's not enough for it to be The Rock and Jason Statham to hold a movie together, especially like not like that. But doesn't it also have Idris Elba? I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> just Just saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's a sexy ass movie right there. Oh, God. It's a lot of plot. (laughs) (laughs) Plot. (laughs) Um, I've, okay. Okay. So, guys, what have you, what have you been watching? I feel like I've been dominating that conversation. (laughs) I honestly, I'm at a point right now where I'm, because my girlfriend and I are about to move in together, we get to finally start watching all of the things we're supposed to be watching together. And so I've been stuck on episode two of WandaVision. I've been stuck on like all of the things. I know, I know, thank you. But 
good. <laughs> I've been stuck, but we're going to fix this. I haven't been able to watch season nine of Letter Kenny. So what I've had to do instead <sighs> is I just found Cutthroat Kitchen. And I've nice. just been watching Alton Brown be mean to yes. people for days. And it has kept me alive. Oh, it's beautiful. Nice. It's a beautiful thing to watch. I have also, but that's why I needed to buy like a full steak dinner last night is because I have been wow. watching <laughs> Kitchen for days. Been there. Nice. I was like, I cannot have another goddamn burrito today. I need something. Sustenance. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so they they just put the Muppet Show out, the original Muppet Show out on Disney Channel or on, on Disney Plus. Charlie has I'm an unnatural obsession with Muppets for somebody who's not, not a furry. What? It's, I grew up watching the Muppet Show. Exactly. Like, I loved it. Exactly. And especially the Muppet Show, my dad would record it on VHS when it was the reruns and, on Nick at Night, and uh-huh. then like we I'd rewatch it with my mom later on. So much nostalgia for this show. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, Fozzie's my favorite. Fozzie is always been my favorite. I love Frank Oz. Because everybody, everybody likes Kermit. You know, whatever. Gonzo's this weird ass motherfucker. Whatever. But like, come on, Fozzie Bear. Fozzie yeah. Bear's really good. I was always torn between Gonzo and Fozzie. Yeah. I, I I have this. I, I love Gonzo because Dave Gales, who created him, Dave was just a writer, and Jim Henson was like, "No, no, no! Like you should you should do a Muppet." And he's like, "I, I don't. I'm not really a performer. I'm just kind of like he's like this nerdy kind of dude. If you see him, he's just like like glasses, business suit, tie. Um, but he's Jim's like, well, just kind of run with it. Like, what if Gonzo's kind of a weirdo?" like shy dude but he wants to perform it and dave's like oh and he kind of built this whole character of gonzo as like this just out there and, and it's it's so cool and then to see that kind of evolve over the years beautiful that's cool big gonzo fan big muppets fan it's it's <laughs> insane uh but okay so the, the, I why i wanted to bring this up because um <laughs> one of the episodes that i've loved for a long time but um Spike Milligan, who's an amazing British comedian, uh, and a, a lot of his stuff kind of you can see a lot of his influence in Robin Williams later on. So there's a, a lot of love there. But um, I was on Disney Plus when I was playing the episode. It's like, hey, uh, just to let you know, there's some depictions of things that aren't great in the, our current <laughs> awareness, uh, and we decided not to take them out. Uh, just to, you know, we could have a conversation about. You know, being better, but you know all that kind of thing. I'm like, what are they going to be referring to? Um, and it was like they were doing like a "it's a small world" kind of thing, and there were some pretty not flattering depictions of countries. Um, and I was oh, like, okay, I understand. I mean, it was the '70s; it's never good. But okay, so I, I see why. But then I was watching another episode. It did not have a warning in front of it, and um, they specifically <laughs> they're like. Okay, think of exotic Greek dancers, but uh, it's like there's a bunch of pigs doing like this Greek dance kind of thing. Oh. And they say, uh, they, they make a joke about them being greasy pigs. I'm like, wait, hold on. There's no warning in front of this. No. <laughs> and then in another episode, they have the um, Flying Zucchini Brothers, <laughs> which are, it's an Italian stereotype of like these dudes with a cannon and they're running around like, and I'm like, Ooh, dude, this is, this is very freightophobic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway. Well, okay then. <laughs> so we're just learning that the Muppets were a bit racist before, well, which I mean, product of the time, but still was. Yeah. Was. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen what? Muppets recently, so don't know if are. No, they definitely don't. Okay, well, I haven't seen anything recent, recent. <laughs> At least in the last movie I watched, they weren't. What was the last Muppet movie? What was that Muppet Take Manhattan? It came out in like oh eight. It in in my in my mind, Muppet Take Manhattan was the last real Muppet. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, Muppets Most Wanted was like 2012. 
Right, because they had that human Muppet, that weird fucking... Well, that was just Muppets in 2009. This is kind of the sequel to that with Tina Fey, Ty Burrell. Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. Okay. Yeah, the the one that was just called The Muppets in 2009, and that was uh, Jason Segel, Amy Adams. Yep. Jack Black. That's the one I'm thinking of. That one was pretty good. Yeah, later on he's in that movie. Uh, that movie won Best Oscar for or, or Oscar for Best Original Song. Uh, oh, that's cool. Brett McKenzie from Flight of the Concords won an Oscar for the, the Am I a Man or Am I a Muppet? Oh, right on. That's cool. He wrote cool all the fuck. original music. Also, he was in Lord of the Rings, so there you go. <laughs> never seen it. You've never seen Lord of the Rings? That's fine. That's understandable. I'm not gonna lie. There's a there's a handful of things that I should have seen and I never have. Only because so just, like, because uh, you know people just overhype it and then I lose interest. Like that's how that's how I am. Like especially that's why I don't really watch things on Netflix and and stuff because people find ways to ruin it for me and then I gotta wait years before I can. Like I just watched the ending of Breaking Bad. I still haven't. Wait. Yeah, me either. Oh, okay then. I won't say anything. But yeah, like, <laughs> it, like people, if you talk about it too much, then I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna want to watch it. Which is why I feel exactly. like I had to jump on. That's why I feel like I had to jump on Letter Kenny though, because um, at the time when I was married, I heard about Letter Kenny and I told my now ex husband about it. I was like, oh, this show looks like it's gonna be hilarious. And he goes, well, I don't know, it doesn't seem funny. And I'm like, well, come on, dude, it's like set in Canada. You love fucking trailer park boys and he goes yeah i don't think it's gonna be good but then my husband's friends were like hey joe you need to watch the show letter kenny and then i come home and here he is watching all the episodes without me he goes oh this show is great i'm like isn't that what i fucking told you like three weeks ago yeah. that the show was good and you didn't want to listen to me get out of my face but yeah i fuck with letter kenny that show's great a friend Dude, of mine i love letter kenny a friend of mine that i went to college <laughs> with um he told me how much he loves letter kenny and it was like a lot of people have told me how much they love letter kenny uh and he but he specifically was like well it's a lot like the town that we went to college in like it reminds me a lot of that like i know that uh, we're just in the middle you know uh northern washington so kind of near canada anyway in like a farming community but yeah so that's exactly why i so watched it because it's been so hyped up by people i'm just like well nothing's gonna live up to that like Mine was right, because right. a fellow Alaskan told me that it would remind them of, or that it reminded them of home. And I was like, wait, 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 in a good way or like in a bad way? And they were like, no, 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 in a good way. This is going to remind you of <laughs> North Pole, I promise. And then it does. It is everything that a cold small town is. And I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. You know, uh, uh, Sporley Dan is a stand up comedian, right? I do. Trevor K. Wilson is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the coach is also pretty good. He does some of the best character performances I have ever yeah. seen. Like <laughs> when you watch his stand up, you realize that nobody writes his his script for him. That is him. He <laughs> writes his script for that character. That's funny. I wish I yeah, could remember yeah. his name, but he's got one about fancy hats. If you ever try to YouTube it, fancy hats is the skit <laughs> you're looking yeah. for that showcases his best work. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so like you ever realize just how much influence Canadian television and Canadian programs have on our lives? Like, did you really like I, I was looking back at like some old TV shows that I used to watch when I was a kid and finding out that they were like created in canada or some shit yeah like it's it's have you ever heard of the show and i'm probably dating the fuck out of myself when i say this i think it was called sherry lois and bram it's like a it was like a kid's sketch comedy variety show that was filmed in canada and it and it, it was it was two women a guy and for some fucking reason an elephant <laughs> i don't know it was it's a canadian show it's a canadian show like it's just we just get shit from canada because like ohio is like 
literally look across Lake Erie and there's Canada. Like we, yeah. maybe it's just a regional thing. Maybe it's a regional thing. Oh, well, I don't think people in Texas would, would be getting a lot of Canadian shows. Yeah. I mean, I, we kind of got some in, in the U S or in Washington because was Vancouver the red, green show Canadian. Oh yeah. 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 Red green is we, we say. fuck with red green hard. <laughs> women don't find you handsome they can at least find you handy <laughs> shouts out to red green that, my dad, I remember my dad showed me red green when I was really young so yeah, we'd get red green we'd get um, we, were talk, we were talking about what was that cartoon show you were talking about a couple episodes ago Chris, Ruby something Ruby Gloom is that a, was gothic Canadian, Canadian right? tele, uh, a gothic Canadian uh, children's cartoon right never heard of it it's Ruby beautiful. Blue? It's also on Netflix. Okay. Yep. Uh, and yeah, I mean, there's uh, we yeah we got weird stuff like Vancouver stuff. I remember. Mm-hmm. But I mean, think about like um, SCTV, Second City TV. That was originally Canadian, and then they yeah. moved, moved to Chicago, Second City. You know, mm-hmm. comedy group, Second City, and so Martin Short, Eugene Levy. Uh, all those guys that went through a lot of those guys were Canadians. Ryan Reynolds Canadian. Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Martin Short's Canadian. I already said that. Already said is John that. Candy Mike, Canadian? I believe John Candy was Canadian. Okay, that sounds that sounds right. Uh, Mike Myers is Canadian. Nathan Ooh. Fillion's can, Canadian. Justin really? Bieber's Canadian. Oh, yeah, we we know that. Yeah, they can have <laughs> back. Forsett, probably Canadian. Justin Bieber used to be Canadian. We ruined him, and he's an American now. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but we did it. <laughs> Yet we did. <sighs> I actually think he's learning to be a decent person now, though. I mean, yeah, so, he'll get there. So maybe it's coming back. Uh, Going back to his Canadian roots. I don't know. I just. I can't. T- I can never take him seriously. All no. I see is that bowl haircut and that purple outfit that he came out with like when he first started it was, it was like this shirt and hoodie ensemble and his hair was all bulk or like you guys seen the me. you guys have seen the kate mckinnon as justin bieber oh yeah oh she's so great she's and, amazing and he did like the commercial with his shirt off as like in black and white the calvin klein commercial and she did the parodies, yeah. par- parodies of those <laughs> so good I'm a grown up. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> She's fantastic. Okay, but how does anybody ever say the words "I'm a big boy now" without singing in I'm their head, big, though? I'm... Right? See, fucking see. <laughs> Thank you for proving my point on demand. That was great. There, there's okay. a lot of. The, do you have any commercials you just remember the songs to? Just oh, constantly. Tell me. Uh, you guys have O'Reilly's out here? Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 O'Reilly's. Oh, I I forgot to say this. I forgot to say this. Um, So... The Six City Comedy Festival is going to be running from August 13th through August 15th, 2021. So it's a whole weekend. Uh, it's going to be in Cleveland, Ohio, and it's going to be outdoors. And I wanted it to be outdoors because I felt that if people were going to be like wanting to go out and do an activity, they didn't want to be stuck in a building, you know, right. especially with the COVID concerns. So now that COVID concerns are going down, so I still have the ability to have this outdoors and people are going to be like yeah let's sit outside enjoy the breeze have a couple drinks and just laugh so it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be great well marla i do wish you the best i want to thank you for coming on to the show here uh Mm -hmm. this has been as always a wild ride through literally everything and nothing i think i think we tend to (laughs) live up to our to our name on every episode it sometimes shocks me how far we travel (laughs) (laughs) um i'm sure you're gonna be great tomorrow night uh over on uh 
what is it IMC the IMC yes. app? Mm-hmm. and uh so you gotta download the app from like the google store or whatever and then yeah. I think once you download it it'll show you all the information for the festival but if you don't see the information for the festival then I'm gonna tag it on my page and you can see it from the northwest black comedy festival's facebook page yeah and we're sharing their stuff all weekend long so absolutely <laughs> cool cool well, fantastic. I'm sure that you need uh, more rest to get ready for all of the shenanigans that are about to exist in your life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna take this power nap and then uh, probably wake up and watch more Mad TV because that's what I've been spending the majority of this weekend doing. Nice. And it's been great. great. It's been that great. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, fantastic. Thank you for coming on. Uh, mm-hmm. Charlie, thanks for doing this with me. And for everybody who's listening, thanks for tuning in. You take care, guys. Have Bye. a good night. wrapped up wrapped up in the can well we already used those ones i wanted something original i mean you definitely used in the can a lot okay it's the funniest one (laughs) chris what did we learn today (laughs) did we learn anything do we learn do we learn things america and other countries i guess that listen to us because we're not just popular here as it turns out it's true we have we have listenership worldwide thanks and you know what? Hey, if, you, if you're in a different country, why don't you send us a shout out from where you're at? You can send that to everything and nothing uh, 2020 at hotmail.com. Or on the Facebook page. The Facebook page or anywhere else. Yeah, we're, we're kind of all over the place. You can name, find us. Name Chris's cat. Uh, Please. Na- name our virtual strip club. Or distance strip club. I don't know. Future strip club. Or cyberpunk strip club. <laughs> um. Big so shout out. Thanks tongue. thanks to our guest, Marla Massey, for being here. Uh, and she's in the North... What is it, Chris? The, the Northwest Black Comedy Festival. That's the one. Northwest Black Comedy Festival and her own festival, which I don't know. Oh, the Sixth City something. Comedy Fest. That will yes. be... This will all be on the in the description and stuff like that. All the links. And, and when we do the thing that actually tells people the things <laughs> that... It's in August, guys. It's fine. You'll see it on our page. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I don't think you have time. <laughs> we, yeah, we, uh, we, we, what we, we learned, we learned that we're all watching really weird shit. It's true. I mean, you, <laughs> I think that's most of what we learned today. I think like in this time of like endless time that we have to ourselves and at home, it's, you start falling down those YouTube rabbit holes, man. I don't know. And not just YouTube. Anyway, right. uh, if you want to follow down our rabbit hole, check us out. Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you get your podcast. We've got like over 50 episodes out there. You can check it out. Uh, including I'm- episodes going up on YouTube. I try to do it every week. You know, There's enough there to keep you occupied until I get the next one. I'm going to give that marketing points, buddy. Way to go. That was good. You're welcome. Solid. Yeah. Uh, and hey, Shady Pants Radio uh, listeners, know what is up. There we are, Thursdays, right 10 now. 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. You're listening to. <laughs> um, you know who we is. We knew, You know how we do. Yeah, you knew what you were getting into. I feel like it's right there in the title. <laughs> Anything else, Chris? 
No, it's time to go get real big and watch yep. more Saturday morning cartoons. Yep. All right. I'm with you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Shady Pines Radio. Blah, <laughs>